0: The most important thing you could share with me today is your perspective.
1: Because the freedom of perspective fuels the logic we
2: use to defend truth. We never stop fighting for freedom and truth, and that is what makes us Americans. Welcome to Critical Thought with Noah Chalaya.
0: 1310 KNOX 1079-1033-FM. Good morning, 906-16 out as we make our way to a daytime high of 19. My name is Noah Chalaya. I am your host. Delighted to be here with you this morning. Out of the KNOX newsroom, amid a national wave of attempted book banning on LGBT subject matter, a North Dakota House panel heard arguments on a bill that would prohibit sexually explicit content, including depictions of sexual or gender identity from public libraries and would criminalize librarians who try to display it supporters of the bill said that the measure would preserve children's innocence and reduce their exposure to pornography opponents of the bill said it would allow the government censorship of material that it's not actually that is not actually obscene the committee did not immediately vote on the bill which entered the house floor for yet another vote. And so our question to you at 775 55 do you support the state passing a bill to ban certain material from public libraries? I would be particularly interested in hearing from the free speech. Advocates, I guess, as we'd call them from KNOX, the people that pound the free speech drum. Anything I say is worth hearing. I should always have a platform to say it on that kind of thing. Because anytime we're talking about banning a book, that discussion comes up. Now, here's the thing. I'm 100% against it in schools, inside of public schools. That stuff does not belong in, in, in a school. But what if an adult wishes to read a book that's at a public library? Are we actually going to say that at the state level, at the, at the at the law level, we are going to ban particular material? And if we ban a sexual book this time— what are we going to ban next time? Seven seven You're on KNOX. Good morning.
3: First of all, I fundamentally disagree with your language. They're not banning the book. Okay. They're I'll just s- not allowing it there. Banning it would mean it's illegal to have the book or illegal to publish the book. So a person could still get that book. They just can't get it at a library.
0: Okay, so you would say there's a difference between banning a book and preventing somebody from purchasing it, and preventing somebody from accessing it with taxpayer-funded dollars.
3: Correct. Yeah, the the libraries are taxpayer-funded, so the the government is involved already. Because if you don't want the government saying what books can be in the library, the government could not have a library then, and then that issue would be resolved. And so there are plenty of books, I'm sure, the library. Chooses not to stock you know or, or put in there. And so to me, the issue is the government is not saying you can't publish that book, you can't buy that book. you can't own that book. you just don't get to read it for free at a government institution.
0: Okay, so let me see if I can follow that a little bit. So what you're saying is if I came out or you came out and we published a book on the dangers of whacking off your genitals, and said, well, we want that put in all of the available libraries. And then they said, well, we I don't think that we need to have that's very anti-LGBT, trans, whatever. And then we come back and say, well, what are you trying to do, censor material? You're just saying this is the other way around.
3: Well, I'm pretty confident. I haven't done an extensive study. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of the books that I read are at the public library anyway. <laughs> so, but maybe they uh, should be. Uh, well, the, the point being, I, I don't depend upon the government for my reading materials, much like the rest of the things in my life. I, I, that's not, a, to me, that's not I I don't go to the government to do stuff like that. So, mm. no, I, I don't have a problem with the library saying, we believe this is inappropriate. Now, I guess if the library said, we're not going to allow the Constitution in there to read, well, okay, maybe I got a problem, but in general, even, in, and you hear it even in the argument with the schools, Those on the left love to use the word banning books. It's not a ban when a government institution does not choose to stock a particular publication, a book, a magazine, whatever. It's just saying we're not going to have it here. That's a big difference between banning. Banning means it's outlawed. It's you think Fahrenheit 451 Ray Bradbury. That's banning.
0: I appreciate the call. I, I think you're to Your something. Bad. There's a difference between preventing somebody from accessing material and providing the material to them. 775-55-59. five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning.
4: Well, Terry said basically what I was just going to say. <laughs> There's a difference between banning and not allowing or and not having that or carrying it in that particular place. So, because I mean, the library doesn't have doesn't carry a lot of books. But you have to go to Barnes or Noble or go online to Amazon or or whatever to purchase them. And and that's just fine. And taxpayer dollars should have a say in what is in that what is in that library. Now the left would tell you that everything should be there, but that's that's just not real. The the piece that I will disagree with mm-hmm. in what the what that bill is proposing is making it a criminal act for the librarian to possess it. Um, okay. I, I think that might go a stretch too far. So, um, you know, I think that that might be just, just a piece too far for that. But um, because, I mean, if you're going to make it illegal for them to possess, say, that, um, and they don't possess other books that are out there, then you pretty much have to make it a criminal penalty for them not to possess other books that are considered um, in, in, you know, in the same connotation.
0: Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. So, you, so Yeah, so it, there's you would say that it's fine to say, "Hey, I don't think these books should be in libraries," but it's a step too far to 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 create a crime of doing so. Really, in your opinion, would be more along the lines of, "Hey, let's have the library reconsider the policy, or maybe make it at a library level, or maybe have a suggested thing, but stop short of putting any teeth into the library."
4: Yeah, you know, and as far as those books, you know, go, you know, like I said, there's other places that can be sought out, you know, to get those books, and you know, teenagers and young adults are, these days are very very smart. They're not any dumber than they were when when we were young, mm-hmm. and they know where to go to get them if they want them. Well, I, and they'll I think if they'll go to been... Barnes and Noble or they'll go to Amazon or they'll just go online to their Kindle Prime. Yeah. or whatever, and
0: find it. I Listen, at, so. the, at the risk of being a little too explicit here, and I appreciate the call, if if kids... How do I say this politely for the radio? It's There are other places you can go to, to see stuff if you want to see stuff in it, and I'm not talking about books. If you have access to the internet, I mean, my goodness, what are we... 775 you're on KNOX. Good
5: morning.
6: Thank you, Noah. Then I suggest we get rid of the First Amendment. How about that? Or let's go through every page in every book in the library to see what's offensive, including the Christian Bible. some of the finest literature ever written.
0: And who gets to make the decision on what's offensive?
6: Exactly. No, you're getting it
0: so if if so you would take the stance then that the, it's a it's not practical to try to go through the library and determine what is acceptable and unacceptable, and even if we somehow came up with a way to go through the entire library who ultimately gets to make that decision?
6: That's exactly what I'm suggesting. you know if you open the Bible particularly in the Old Testament, what you'll find rape, incest, child abuse, <laughs> yeah. Jer- you know, let, Jer- let, let's let's consider pornography but theres is a... isn't let's 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 be real
0: there is a difference though sir between writing something out and having graphic pictures in the book isn't there
6: okay let's let's talk about some of the finest uh young young adolescent literature ever written you know catcher in the rye tom Sawyer Huck mm-hmm. Finn mm-hmm you know, let's let's look at the racial connotations, let's look at let's look at the language that was used in the in the early nineteenth century.
0: Okay. So, l- so let me let me take this to the extreme then. Would you support any book that has any sort of ideology in it being available at the public library?
6: Absolutely.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey, we can agree there. So the answer to more free speech is more free books. speech. You don't like it, don't rent it.
6: Yeah, we, we, we don't burn books in the United States of America. We tried that back in the, you know, back when, during the communistic scare, trying with, uh, main camp and the writings of Hitler. We mm. tried that.
0: Yeah. That blows up in people's face, doesn't it?
6: That's my argument.
0: Hey, I appreciate it. It's, it's a great point. 775-55-59. You're on KNOX. Good morning.
7: Good morning. Uh, I didn't hear all of the, uh, previous callers, remarks, but I did hear uh, Terry's Mm -hmm. and the caller after him, and I guess I would uh, agree with Terry, and as to the matter of whether it should be a crime or not, you had indicated, well, maybe it should be a suggestion or whatever. Mm -hmm. The problem with that is, if it's a suggestion, that's all it is. So any bill would be totally meaningless.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, we would take the teeth out of the, the bill. Yes.
7: Yeah, it w- it would be a waste of time and energy and paper. So, there does need to be some enforcement, just like basically any other uh, law that is passed. So, would you and, support
0: putting libra- Would you support charging librarians then if they're found to be in violation of this law? Uh,
7: yes simply because there has to be some uh, enforcement action. Now, Mm -hmm. the uh, punishment, if you will, Mm -hmm. may only be a fine, but regardless, there needs to be some uh, enforcement mechanism there, or not really a mechanism. The mechanism, I'm sure, is that somebody would file a complaint uh but, having said there, there has to be some type of penalty for ignoring the law. We have it across the board with other laws there's always some type of penalty mm-hmm. if, whether for ignoring the law
0: now ah, that makes sense hey, I appreciate the call seven seven five fifty five fifty nine you're on can o X Good morning
8: is that me that's you okay um yeah, I'm not sure that I have an opinion one way or the other as far as. Whether, I mean, I'd prefer those kind of books not to be in the library, but I get the freedom of speech. But if they do allow those books, then I, you know, you can't have it both ways. Then you should be allowed to bring the books back that they've already taken out because they felt offensive, like Uncle Tom's Cabin and some of those other books that have been removed because people found them offensive. You know, it's an all or nothing thing, in my opinion. Yeah, no, 100%. And
0: and so and if we're going to be consistent about it, this it, it, passing a bill like this seems like it opens up a lot. A whole huge can of worms, doesn't it? Yes.
2: Yep. yep. So anyway,
0: that's,
2: awesome. that's my two cents. <laughs> I
0: appreciate it. Excellent point. 775-5559, the number to join us. Uh, text Messenger has this to say. I disagree with this material, but I do not agree with the idea of banning this material. I think the library should have... Should have it, but keep it in a secure place and check it out to the person is a certain age. Now, there's an idea. We could start restricting certain material to people over 18. And at the end of the day, isn't that kind of what we do with movies or cigarettes or alcohol or anything else? I mean, you have a little glass case, you have a little thing and you just say, hey, when you're over this age, you can make the decision for yourself to take advantage of these resources. Before this age, you need to have a parent come in here and let us know that this is okay with them. We'll take the break here. Continue in the next segment. This is Critical Thought. KNOX. Is Radio 1310, KNOX 107.9, 103.3 FM. Welcome back. 924-16 out. Coming up tomorrow, basketball at Mahoman Sacred Heart. Girls at 545. Boys to follow. Saturday, we'll see hockey at Fargo North at Red River. 3 p.m. All of that you'll hear on, well, actually, I'm, I'm my mistake. Thursday, it'll be on KNOX. Friday, will be on our sister station, KGFK. 95. 7. We're talking today about a bill headed, working its way through the state legislature, and the idea here is to prohibit libraries from carrying sexually explicit books. It's two bills that seek to ban sexual content from public libraries, and our question to you at 775 59 would you support a bill prohibiting libraries from carrying sexually explicit material? You're on KNOX. Good morning.
9: Yes, I would support this bill. You know, there is laws on the books already that uh, deal with this. Maybe they just need to be refined. And here's why. I turned a guy in at the Air Force Base a few years ago. He had child porn on his computer. He got five years federal prison at Leavenworth. And he was also a foster care person. He was Ooh. president of the union at the, the firefighters at the base. And he was at a Washington D.C. conference, and the FBI caught him. He got five years in Leavenworth. So there's laws on the books already. They probably just need to be refined, and uh, that's what I got to say.
0: Okay, Thanks. so I I understand where you're coming from, but there's a pretty significant difference between having child pornography on your computer and 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 a book that has you know artistic well artistic graphic renderings, right? It's they're drawings.
9: I'd say they're the same thing. If it's child porn, you know, if it's drawings on in a book. Hmm. Well,
0: I think we have to agree to disagree there. There's, I mean, if it was drawings that were depicting children, that might be one thing. But so far as I understand it, it's drawings that that illustrate graphic sexual acts. I guess.
9: But what did they include? Do they look like children? Yeah, you know, I haven't seen this book. But it's been banned or it's been thrown out all over the country. And uh, it evidently is, it violates some standards. And uh, I think a person can just you know, prosecute whoever has got them. Uh, you know, if it's a librarian or a school or whatever, if it's child porn, there's laws on the books already, and you get five years in prison.
0: Yeah. Well, I appreciate the call. I, I, I tell you what: if if it ever came out that it was geared towards trying to depict children, uh, it would change my view slightly on it. Um, I'm against it either way, to be honest with you. I'm, I, I don't know. I, I fall short. I think of saying that I would advocate for banning it. The state government, in part, just because I rarely ever arrive at. Oh, you know what the answer to this problem is? We need we need government to step in and fix it. Like, no, listen. If I if I don't want I'd be more likely to say if that's the kind of trash you're going to carry in the library, I'm just not going to send my kids or not allow my kids to ever go to the library. And then when you come back and ask me for money to rebuild the library, fix the library, do the library, whatever it is, I'm going to say the library is a totally outdated, uh, worthless entity that, is, that has entirely been replaced by the ability to go rent books and research material online. 775 59 you're on KNOX. Good morning.
7: So I think they should maybe rewrite the law to be more like, um, you know what, and I feel this way both in the public school system and in a public library, that if there's anything that depicts pornography, anybody who teaches or promotes it should be listed as a pedophile and should have to register on on, uh, the pervert list.
0: Okay, I can get by. So so what you're saying is you want to carry the book, carry the book. The second you start promoting it or allowing children to uh, engage in that realm, that is just we have a hard line in society that kids and sex don't mix ever for any reason. And so when you cross that line, it doesn't matter if it's in the form of a public library and a book or if it's, you know, straight out sexual exploitation of a minor. Both of those people should be prosecuted and held accountable. Absolutely. I like that. I like that a lot. I appreciate the call. 775-5559, Yep. 775-5559, the number to join the conversation. Add your voice. Lots of text messages to get to. Still some uh, content to cover here, but we'll take a break. Head over to the Kano X newsroom, get the latest from Doug Barrett, and continue next. This is Critical Thought on Kano X. Radio 1310 KNOX 1079 1033 FM. Welcome back. 938 16. Out on our way to a daytime high of 19. We're talking about restricting books in libraries. Two bills headed to the North Dakota or through the North Dakota legislature trying to restrict what books can be had in libraries. As so a text messenger has this to say. So Next thing is what we're going to have Hustler and Playboy in the library, and there's going to be bookstores to carry this stuff, so we don't need to have it laying out there where kids can get a hold of this stuff. The kids are our kids, not yours. It's a reason why we have stores like the Plain Brown Rapper, and I wonder if strip clubs aren't by churches and schools anymore. Now, if you want to start prosecuting librarians, you better be very careful what they put out there because we have other places that are going to have lawsuits. So the lawmakers, I think, should wake up, uh would wake up, go into the bathroom and look in the mirror and put a finger and shake their fist with the other hand. You key on to something that I, I- I've brought up in a previous show and I would call it to the forefront of attention now. You're right. We just got done having a debate on if we could have a sex store or uh, whatever, uh uh accessory shop whatever you want to call it not an adult bookstore I guess in downtown fargo because it would be unsavory to all of the family friendly whatever as people walk around downtown so if that's the case and it's it in and we've decided that sex is this bad thing and you can't have any exposure to it my gosh we have to protect the children how then do you arrive at but if it's in a public library then it's perfectly okay now it's interesting to me quote each of us get to choose what books we read and the information we have access to. We don't get to choose for other people. Doing so is un-American un- and unconstitutional, said Cody Schuler with the ACLU of North Dakota. Then there's the issue of enforceability. With an average of 187,000 visitors in our building every year, how would we monitor what everyone was looking at? The answer is we can't and we shouldn't, said Christine Kujwa, the library director at Bismarck Veterans Memorial Public Library. So I guess what we are to believe, or what we're to understand, is that it isn't possible to restrict or to control once once the book is in the library what people have access to, and we we're uncomfortable with trying to remove it from the library altogether because that would be akin to censorship. But at the same time, we're okay with. Uh, we're okay with censoring private businesses who want to essentially do the same thing, except they're not marketing or they're not trying to approach children. They're going after consenting adults. That's bad, but come, but give- making that information available to kids—that's okay. Somebody explain that one to me. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning.
1: So no, first of all, I want to start here. The ACLU is the most bogus organization I've ever encountered in my <laughs> yeah. life. Um, The North Dakota ACLU, by the way, will not touch anything the ACLU claims to stand for, unless it basically has to do with uh, pornography or abortion. I'm just going to put that out there as an attorney who has uh, represented people in a lawsuit that, uh, I'll just put it this way, should have been the ACLU, not a private citizen doing it for pro bono. Anyway, Mm anyway. Forget the ACLU. I can tell everybody that. So here's what I want to say <laughs> about the library. I think the, I think the law is, uh, overly broad. I think it needs to be a little more specific, right? Keep it out of children's sections maybe needs to be what the law is. Yeah. Um, I do think, I, I do think it'd be reasonable to maybe have a law that, um, differentiates a bit, you know, maybe give some sort of warning as to if there's a book that's known to be pornographic in the library. But at the same time, should we make librarians criminals? No, I think that's pretty much a resounding no for me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a librarian, your your job is to keep a uh, pretty constant flow of up to date books so people want to go to the library. So mm-hmm. I don't think it's very realistic to expect them to read every page or to necessarily know the content of every book and pay attention and to what so, people are checking out which book. Yep, and I think you know if if we. Create policies, and I think this can very well just be a lot that says each library needs to have a policy of where you know you can indicate to patrons, hey, this is you know a section or these are books we know to contain explicit content, but you know we'll we'll do our best to keep explicit content out of children's hands. And then of course you know we have to differentiate a bit between um, explicit content just versus nudity because there is a mm. difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, But I I think here's why the ACLU is getting involved, right? You have a bunch of books that are trying to push sex on children, which for some reason the ACLU loves. And I think it's uh, very disingenuous of the ACLU to get involved in things like this when they don't stand up for half the things their website says that they stand up for. And at the same time, right, Noah, uh, you know, ACLU will come at you and say like, hey, this is an LGBTQ plus issue. Mm We have to respond you're going to be hard pressed hard pressed to find an lgbtq person in north dakota who agrees that children should be given explicit content right i just don't i don't know a single lgbtq person who agrees with giving explicit content to children and i don't like you know when we try to act like oh there's some books that describe your relationships to children no, what they're really showing, they're, they're talking about books. I mean, they're literally books for children somehow that have sex positions in them. Mm-hmm. And that type of stuff has no place. Um, why the ACLU is behind this, I have no idea, considering their inaction. But, you know, just make a reasonable law that says, hey, we will have uh, content that we know to be not child appropriate marked as such, and then you, yes. uh, you conduct yourself accordingly in our library.
0: Yeah, separate section. I love that. I appreciate the call. Thank you. Yeah, uh, that's a great idea. We do that in all sorts of other areas of society, don't we? We separate and say, here are the things for ch- children. Here are the things for adults. Here are the, you know, here's the restricted section. We'll, I don't see any problem with that. 775 59 You're on KNOX. Good morning.
2: Howdy, Noah. Happy hump day. Hey, we're we're over halfway there. We are. We are. You know, it's a good, it's a good time to be alive. I, I know things are crazy right now, but, you know, it's still better to be alive than anything else, especially in America. But um, with that, uh, boy, we've got a lot bigger issues. We've got a lot bigger fish to fry than worrying about <laughs> what kind of books are in the library. And I know people, oh, what about the kids? Oh, God forbid your kid comes home with a question and you have to explain it to them. And how many kids today are actually going to the public library? Is this really that big of an issue? And to the te- the texter that said, oh, what if they- they're going to put Playboy and Hustler now? Oh, that's the least of our issues. Anything with a screen and a keyboard, you can look at a set of boobs exactly. in like two point
7: five points.
0: Exactly, so who a rat. So here, okay, yeah. so so here, I, I want to throw this at you because th- that was so. As I was prepping the story this morning, that was my immediate take: is what are we doing? Like, if if you're really worried about kids coming into explicit content, then I guess we better take phones away from children. Because come on now, but but this also occurred to me though. Is it possible that it's not necessarily about the drawings and it's not necessarily about the explicit sex thing as much as it is about normalizing deviant sexual behavior? So the, the issue that I have is this is being framed as, oh, it's just information. It's educational. This is how we obtain information as you go to a reputable place like the library and pick up a reputable book like the sex book and then you read it and then you understand, uh, you know, where truth comes from and, and how to evaluate things. And when it's written with such a one sided view of sex and such a very specific social construct of sex, it makes me wonder if are really what we're doing is try to normalize these things that as parents we look at and say, this is very not normal and this is not
5: good. I understand what
2: you're saying. I really do. To to which I respond, uh, children are like sponges. They really are. They take in everything, whether it's uh, it, correct or incorrect, bad or, or or good, they take it in, and, and it's the and they repeat that out loud. Then mm-hmm. A kid hears a swear word, they say it. A kid hears a sexual term, they'll say it without even knowing what it is. Right, and they will say that in front of their parents. It happens all the time, without a doubt. And it's the parents' job to say, "Hey, where did you hear that? Where did you learn that? Let's go over this so I can explain to you what is correct, what's incorrect, what we believe in in this household. And when you're eighteen, you can decide for yourself. But while well, you're in this household," We don't consume material like that. Yeah. It's the parent's job. God forbid the parents do anything in this country. <laughs> <our age.
0: laughs> hey, that's yeah. a, that's a really great point. I, I appreciate your call.
2: Thank you, Noah. You have a wonderful day.
0: You too, sir. 775 55 You're on Canoex. Good morning.
6: Good morning, Noah. I argue this is nothing more than uh, the Republicans picking up a hammer and taking it to alternative lifestyle culture. That's what this is. Make no mistake about it. It's about gender identity. You know, say, for instance, that that one of us would say, you know, let's get rid of anything that has uh, heterosexual uh, beliefs in it. Mm -hmm. How disingenuous would that be? So you know, or like you said, let's we might as well ban the cell phones because as they're leaving a library that doesn't have this content, they can they can click on Pornhub between classes.
0: <laughs> it, is, it is a remarkable gap, and what's funny is nobody has that I've seen has brought that up as this bill is being debated. That, like, exactly what you said. So they go into the library, the book is banned, so they can't get it. So they walk out, they pull their cell phone off their out of their pocket, and they go to Pornhub, and n- n- now now they're exposed to substantially worse material. It it isn't a very logical thing if if we're trying to keep our kids. I think, as one person put it, as innocent for as long as we can, or something like that. Good luck with that.
6: Right, and for and for uh, conservatives who are quote unquote champions of parental rights and parents and and accountability and, and and responsibility, I'd say let let the let the parents decide. I'll meet you halfway. I think that some of the content should be in a. Uh, you know in a in a place that you can only have access say like for elementary kids with parental parental permission yes something something to that degree i'll i'll i'll, I'll compromise
3: you know what
0: i but, would meet you, you know, i would meet you in the middle and I, I here's here's what i would say back then i would say that you should also just have a form that the ki- that the parent can fill out at the beginning of the school year something like that that says i consent to my kid going into that section and so if they want to go and explore that section to read it I'm okay with that as a parent. And then and then we can settle that debate. The parents that don't want their kids to have access to it. It's in the other section. The parents that don't have a problem with it. They have free reign to it. Doesn't everybody win?
6: Right. No, that's what I would see. I just I I get so frustrated because they're trying to they're trying to powder coat this bill as something virtuous. And in Mm. the end, it's nothing more than a continuation of uh, of the Republican Party taking a hammer to alternative lifestyles, you know, that somehow the Republicans believe the existence of non-gender conforming people or books written about alternative lifestyles is somehow going to create this army of transgender or non-conforming people, and I, I, I'm sick to my stomach over it.
0: Yeah, I uh, listen. I, I think I think on this one we can agree. I, I appreciate your call seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning. Oh,
8: well, good morning. Well, some of the things I wanted to comment about people already said. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. So that's kind of crazy. No, that's all good. But here's something else. Okay, so you know the the deal about having this material in a certain section. That to me is is a good idea. Um, I know if there was a form to fill out, if my kids could read it, I would I would check the no box. Nope. You know they just they're going to get enough of it the way it is. You know, seeing it. Especially on television, I was watching a movie that, or a TV show that was, you know, from way back, and it's even in there. That oh my gosh, it's just everywhere you go, it's just everywhere. But the other thing is this: so they can go in the library and look at whatever they want, mm-hmm. but can a five-year-old just walk in a liquor store? Now you know he's not going to buy anything, right? you he, he's just looking, you know. Yes. So I mean, it's kind. I know that's kind of a. It's a, it's a 100% analogy. accurate
0: no it's a 100% accurate parallel. It is because what you're because what you're what you're exemplifying here and you're 100% right about this. We have two views in society. One view is we have to protect the children and keep them away and keep them sheltered and not let them see evil, speak evil, hear evil, be exposed to evil because evil is bad and okay. All right, got it. And then we go turn around and say except if it's in these circumstances where there's a socially acceptable construct, then even if the parents and Society deems this as evil and bad and wants to stay away, then it's well, they're gonna come into it anyway, so why would we even try to prevent them? And we need to pick one side or the other. It's not gonna to work to have a mixed bag.
8: Yeah, correct.
0: I appreciate your call. Yep, thank you. 775-55-59 A text messenger says this. Noah, why are we concerned about what Fargo about Fargo and what Fargo does? Because it is a an injustice to me. It is an injustice to me that a consenting adult can't walk into a store and purchase sex material, but a child can walk into a library and purchase sex material. It it is completely inconsistent. So we need to get on the same page. Is sex bad for society or is sex good for society? And I have – this plays itself out in so many different ways. And so many people are uncomfortable with the word sex, let alone talking about sex, let alone talking about the implications of sex, that – we that it 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 presents itself in in a completely disjointed way in every different circumstance churches don't really want to talk about it churches want to bury their head in the sand and they don't they don't want to address the fact that probably i don't know 70% of their male youth look at porn they don't want to talk about it they don't want to address it they just want to pretend like it doesn't exist cities want to try to push it into the side of the corner of society where it's out of sight, out of mind and inaccessible to a lot of people. And now we come back with libraries and say, yeah, but this contains LGBT and an agenda and all of that. So it should be available to everybody. Pick one, 775 You're on KNOX. Good morning.
8: Good morning, Noah. I'm calling to dispute to the stereotypical generalization that keeps coming, coming on and talking about the Republicans. I'm a Republican. I voted for Trump. I have four sons, one of whom is gay. Mm -hmm. I have been supportive of that kid since he told me when he was 16 years old. Good for you. This is not a black and white Republican Democrat issue. This is an issue. People have moral values. Mm -hmm. They may not match each other's, but we all have a right to express them. Yes. But I'm just kind of tired of hearing Everything being blamed on blamed on Republicans and Trump's been out of office for how long now? Right.
0: Yeah. This is getting so old. It is. It is. Anyways. I, I. No, you're you're right. <laughs> it, it cre- using these labels, I appreciate the call removes the nuance associated with them, and that is that that destroys the conversation. It takes away from it. It doesn't advance it. Seven seven five fifty five fifty nine. You're on KNOX. Good morning.
4: Well, I'm just going to pose a quick question to you. Don't you believe that if we talk to our kids about sex more, that we'd have less of
0: these issues? 100% I do. 100% I do. I have conversations. My rule, and it makes people very uncomfortable, my rule in our house is if the kid asks the question, they're old enough for the answer. And it is is nothing short of I, I take great pride and joy in watching my kids ask a question and my wife and I are on exactly the same page on this. So a kid our kids will ask a question, we give them the answer. And we'll be over at somebody's house or we'll be out to dinner with somebody or those and the kids will ask a question and you can see like three or four of the adults like oh, did, did, did that six-year-old just <laughs> ask that? And then my wife, who is incredibly intelligent and very yeah. soft-spoken, will just bluntly say the answer. And then people look at her like, did she just did she just say that? And then they'll ask for clarification. We give them more information. And you know, we're not. Overt about it, you know. We don't, we don't like spill into huge details. But as they as they continue to ask questions, we continue to give them the answer. Um, Yes, a hundred percent.
4: I I just think that you know, my daughter, you know, like I say, she's twenty three now, and I never had a problem talking to her about sex or anything relating to that. If she asked me about it, Um, I'm a firm believer in being open about that stuff, and I just. You know, being conservative or not has nothing to do with it. Exactly. And I think more parents out there need to be. Because if you hide it from your kids, that's what seeks your kids out to go find those books and to go find those movies and to go find the Playboys and the Hustlers and stuff. Because it's natural curiosity. Yes. So you need to be open with your children. And the more you're open with them about things, the less issues you're going to have when it comes to them older they're just going to be accepting of it and go oh you know that's that's no big deal i i don't need to go seek that book out no because it, i already know what that's about right
0: you get to be you know the know one I mean? to give that info i know exactly what you mean you get to be the one to give that information to your kids or somebody else will
4: exactly i appreciate and, and it's better coming from you than it is coming from that book
0: oh, or the 14 so. year old kid that's in your kid's class uh i appreciate the call 775 55 59 you're on KNOX. good morning
5: you know, one of the things I think about the libraries, you know, obviously they need to use common sense, but how many parents should drop their kids when they're in the first, second grade off at the library, never ask them what books they've picked out? You know, it's very easy for a parent to say, no, I don't think I want you to read in that book. Yeah, you know, it is. And I, I I just think that then you're putting the control with the parents, not with the library or. And again, they need to use common sense. But, you know, I, I think when I was a kid, you know, and it was a whole different generation, but mm-hmm. the worst thing you could do is look at underwear in the catalog. <laughs> yeah. And never once did our parents say, God, they shouldn't have underwear in the catalog. Right, right. I'll you know, stop they, they getting they the JC JCPenney's said, hey, catalog, catalog delivered, delivered to our house. Yeah. Yeah. They, they just said, don't be looking at that. And, and, I, and I think that's the time the parents have conversations with their kid. I don't want you reading that book. And here's why. Yeah.
0: Yep. hundred percent. Or, and, and I, I thank you for the call again, going back to the previous caller, taking the opportunity to address the situation where it comes up as opposed to burying your head in the sand. And again, I understand that this is going to make some people uncomfortable. Um, but the reality is if we took our young men and said, Hey, think about what you're doing to that woman that you are looking at. That is a single sided relationship. What do you think that she's getting out of that relationship? I, I don't know. I just saw that girl in the magazine with underwear, and I thought, okay. But have you thought about what that might do to the future relationship with your wife or your girlfriend? Is that the person that you want to get married at? Because tape only sticks a certain amount of times. Is that really why, where you want to expend that tape? Have that conversation. Be willing to talk about it. This is Critical Thought. Critical Thought. Thanks for listening to Critical Thought. Download the show notes at criticalthought.show. The content from this episode was taken from the live radio show, which airs every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon on News Talk 1310 KNOX, streamed online at knoxradio.com.